This is the EPLOG audio experience. Organizations pick talent based on skills and attitude. But how should you select the organization you want to be part of? How do you approach disagreements and conflicts at work? And how do you use social media and digital mediums and leverage talent? Hello and welcome to Voice of Achievers with me, Yashika. You're listening to a very special mini Honestly HR series where we're breaking some HR myths, dropping some truth bombs about organizational culture, talent and employee engagement and leadership so you can level up in your HR careers. Our guest in the series today is Gautam Ghosh, a consultant on digital and social HR. He's earlier been the director at talent branding at Flipkart. Gautam specializes in the areas of human resources, organizational development, and how businesses can leverage social tools for HR. He was a subject matter expert in the HR and social media area for SHRM India and also GM of HR strategy and projects at Philips India a few years ago. He's advised companies to build talent pipelines and employee engagement and learning using engagement tools. An XLRI alumni, Gautam has worked as an HR generalist and a learning and development executive in Deloitte, Dell, HP and Satyam to name a few. Now he's given talks on blogging for business at organizations. His blog has been listed by HR World amongst the top 25 HR blogs worldwide. His blog has also been featured as a case study in the book, Business Blogs, A Practical Guide. So happy to have you on the show. Welcome, Gautam. My pleasure. You know, at a time when young people cannot physically experience or really feel the vibes of an organizational culture, we often hear that, uh, you know, the organization is picking the talent based on attitude on skills on expertise how does or how should young people pick the organizations that align with them it, uh, it comes down to people understanding themselves very well if i know myself very well then i know what kind of organization i'm looking for so what's important for me so uh, so, for example, we often hear that today's youth is very socially responsible. So, so that gets communicated through media. So you know that you know XYZ company has, say, a big eco-focus. So somebody who, who's very environmentally conscious gravitates towards organizations that are seen to be doing a lot of things for the environment rather than joining a company which is seen as harming the environment or if somebody is very health conscious, he or she might not join a cigarette company. Right. You know, at some level, if I know myself uh, and I know what a company does or doesn't do based on what is put, put out uh, in the media, then that's the becomes the first criteria. Right. The second is uh, the kind of career I've chosen. And, uh, you know, for uh, a lot of companies, uh, uh, specifically for, I can uh, speak for HR people, uh, HR is not equal across organizations. Right. In some organizations, HR is critical where, you know, services organizations or where the product is 
made by people there is no machinery you know cost of maintaining machinery or setting up plants uh, whereas if you go to say a petrochemical company the uh, payroll cost is like a fraction of the overall cost right incentive to uh, you know spend on people is much less because you're spending on big plants uh, drilling equipments and you know things like that so so if you want to be an hr manager you tend to gravitate and if you want to make a difference you tend to gravitate towards organizations where people are the biggest resource uh, rather than industries where people are like a fraction of the overall cost but so, how do you as a as a young person you know stepping into an organization of course there are things that are out in the media and that you can read and uh, understand and see if your values align with the organizations how do you read between the lines when an organization says it is collaborative it essentially means it needs people to work together to uh, achieve the goal right but there are some organizations where that is not needed a sales driven organization is not really collaborative everybody is in the market selling his or her product yeah so their collaboration is not a given so uh, it's also about understanding what businesses do hmm. and from the outside that insight will come by talking to your uh, alumni who are in organizations uh, so this is for freshers i'm talking about yeah uh, or people that you know uh, people who have been in so you might have a uncle who's been in the industry for the last 25 years or you know or reach out to your father's friends or your parents mother's friends whoever has experienced organization and understand and they might and ask them today's reality yeah you don't want to 25 years pehle ka yeah, what yeah. they experienced as youngsters if you really don't know anybody the other thing is to actually go out and see which people work there on uh, see their profiles on linkedin yeah and uh, specifically if you follow hr people you will see a lot of posts about we uh, we celebrated our annual day yeah. or we gave awards to these team members or sometimes uh, a manager might just say i give kudos to this team member of mine because he or she went above and beyond the role that was expected so if you see you know appreciative uh, Uh, posts about organizations uh, just there is there are other sites like quora where people have to opt so once i was actually working with uh, one of these psu oil companies a management trainee had actually said why am why i have chosen to work in this organization and posted it as a answer on quora yeah and i told the hr guys you know you have this management trainee he's not even written his name and is it written seven points why i chose this psu over other psus yeah and you know he, he talked about career uh, rotation uh, kind of locations he wanted and they are getting insight about their management trainee that they probably never knew or hadn't chosen to ask also so they were like stunned and you know and i'm saying this has got so many views there are people forming opinions about the company yeah. looking at this person's answer so uh, one thing is first google the company hmm. don't go to the company website I, yeah go to the company website see what kind of jobs they have see how what what all information are they putting out that's hmm. also another way to judge a uh, lot of people related or uh, employment related laws like the maternity act 
was actually based on what the Tata's had done. Right. In Tata Steel specifically. And then the law was based on what the Tata's were following and basically took Tata policy and made it and changed it for the rest of the uh, whole India. Right. And things like, you know, workers' compensation, uh, injury, what happens when a worker has an injury. Uh, Tata's was the first company in the world for uh, two years before Ford introduced eight hour shifts that Tata Steel had eight hour shifts. Right. And you know, when you see a legacy like that, you know, this company really values. And then look at other sites, you know, uh, Glassdoor is another site where people talk about what kind of, uh, uh, even from detail, like what kind of interviews were done. Yeah. So, you know, you get insight about, uh, so there are various, uh, uh, we didn't have that when we were, uh, you know, uh, getting out in the workforce. But today, there's enough and more to, if you go through everything, you form an you opinion f- and a judgment, a pre-judgment. Think, yeah, you'll be at least 60 to 70% correct when you look at all the data. And, you know, don't just look at just negative data or just positive data. Go through all of them and then you get a percentage of what this company might be like. Got it. You know, you also talk about uh, digital HR and social HR. Can you break these terms for us and simplify them for our young audiences? Earlier, I used to talk about social HR. Essentially, I was telling HR people to be active on social. Yeah. A lot of HR people, by the very nature of their jobs, don't want to post. You know, because earlier, the mentality of HR is, uh, let's keep things confidential the confidentiality is kind of baked into our uh, hr dna as the world changed uh, you realize that uh, i was very touched by tony shea's book called delivering happiness hmm. which is tony shea found this company called zappos which was taken over by amazon later they de- they basically delivered shoes to people but the book was called delivering happiness because you know uh, and he talked about your culture is your brand. Yeah. He said the shoe is not the brand. The brand is the kind of uh, some you know, fascinating uh, initiatives that he launched. So in the first, after the first month, he said, if you're not feeling happy about joining Zappos, here is $10,000. We want you to leave. Okay. Whoever chooses to leave, take $10,000 and leave because I don't want unhappy people to work in Zappos. Brilliant. Very nice. Uh, but he realized that customer service is actually integrated part of marketing. Yeah. So he would just solve the customer's problem. And I've given you X amount of budget per customer to solve it. And you can take as long as you want. Unless the customer's problem is solved, you don't put the phone now. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And then he... And then he encouraged them to have a sense of humor. There's no following a script. So when he said that culture is the brand, that's when I understood that unless we showcase the culture outside, people really don't know anything else about so when somebody's negotiating a job uh, and he doesn't know what kind of organization you are inside. He's only judged it based on the two, three conversations he's had with the recruiter, hiring manager, or say the first level hiring manager, second level hiring manager. 
he's only seen these three or four people right and is from and then the whole negotiation comes down to the salary right the salary is the most important thing in the organization uh, to join the organization the decision point how do you build a brand where people will say okay i might get 1.5x at this company but i will join this company at x because it is it has such a great culture the culture becomes the brand of the organization very beautiful thought and when you are talking about culture tell me gautam what are small or large little things that organizations that are starting up there so many startups now today uh, what are things that they can do especially in the virtual or the remote working or the hybrid workforce to keep up the right. enthusiasm of the of the team members i think what organizations really didn't think about is how do you empower your managers so even though people were working from home people were working more because a manager didn't know how to manage remote employees he has never been taught that and there were some managers who adopt adapted most managers couldn't adapt so they you know so therefore people had to go attend back to back to back to back meetings but they realized they couldn't get the work done so they had to work more than 9 hours per day and i think uh, one of the biggest as we head back to offices and one of the biggest uh, learnings is next time something like this happens a manager should be equipped enough to able to manage typically indian managers mentality is if i see you in uh, at your desk then i think you are working yes. if i don't see you at the desk then i want some face time which is why skype calls and zoom became the tool and otherwise if you've got 10 15 boxes on zoom call again the same people will speak yeah. and the you know in virtual uh, or you know what we call the hybrid workforce or remote work anybody should be able to participate even the people who keep quiet in meetings right and for that asynchronous meetings like you know a shared document and say what do you think we should do about project avic and everybody can fill in what at whatever time they want what could have been what uh, usually is like this really hectic 15 box zoom meetings becomes a spread out thought out discussion on a shared document so i think uh, this whole not everything has to be uh, real time yeah is not uh, is what uh, organizations are hopefully learning even in the real even in the previous world where you know all of us used to go from office uh, for us uh, if for a person who is starting out the first time uh, employee he or she experiences the organization through the managers hmm you know uh, they say people join organization but leave managers leave managers right yeah so, uh, if your manager is good then your life is i mean you could consider it work but and we've all heard horror stories of the bad boss you know right from dilbert cartoons to uh, hari sadu uh, nokri ads and or the office uh, tv series and uh, uh, the bad boss is like the archetype huh because most people who get into manager level and this is something that uh, is reflects both on hr as well as organizations 
are not really equipped to be managers of people. It's a different uh, skill set. It goes against our very nature as human beings. Hmm. We like to do things on our own. We don't like to relinquish control. A manager has to relinquish control. Whereas the, man the manager's default tendency is to, you know, seek control more. And that is now, you know, all the way, and that's the way the first line employee gets promoted. He tries, he or she tries to become that person, how that person behaved. He, because they think it's 90% people think this is the way to be a manager. Right. And then as the line progresses, and suddenly you, you find you hit yourself a wall because the organization is saying, no, these are not the behaviors we want. Because at a certain level, the organization, when you get to an influential level, hmm. the organization realizes what, uh, what are the, what toxicity it is spreading. Earlier, the toxicity was limited. Right. But once, once a person rises, it starts to impact, you know, the whole uh, organization impacts productivity, probably has a cost attached to it. And that's when uh, some somebody does an intervention and says, no, this you have to go now, have this leadership development, you know, uh, training program, because the, these are the behaviors we want in our leaders. And suddenly you say, oh, but I was behaving all this way, right until I'm say a middle manager. And now you're telling me I have to change. Right. Got it. You know, you've also been a blogger, uh, Gautam, since uh, 2002 and it's 20 years. It's crazy to imagine uh, how someone's been continuing to blog for almost two decades. Uh, of course, this has now taken forms of writing on Twitter, on LinkedIn and all of those things. We don't have blogs, so to say, anymore. But I right. want to know, why is it important? And of course, all these years of two decades, you've been working at various organizations that we've already spoken about. Why is it important to do stuff, uh, you know, within your space and within your career realm, over and above your work? And how can young people leverage this in a digital and a hybrid workspace? I always express myself through writing. Right. Uh, writing has always been my way of expressing myself. Hmm. And therefore, uh, when I discovered blogging, uh, and I discovered blogging in the context through off work, and my first job at Satyam, which is now Tech Mahindra, uh, it was, uh, I, I was working in something called knowledge management. And then some uh, somebody said, uh, you know, blogs are a tool for managing knowledge. Check them out. So I checked, checked them out. And it was like somebody has put their experiences. People are commenting on it. So people suggesting something. And I'm like, okay, this is some kind of unstructured knowledge, which is, which is being captured as and when. So, I mean, in today's context, it would be like WhatsApp groups, <laughs> except that you were sending it through email and it was going to everybody. And Everybody could or might have replied, could reply to uh, all the emails. And there was all these conversations happening. And I started posting, you know, HR related conversations also. And then they found out two guys in Canada were like, hey, there's a guy in India talking about, you know, HR and uh, careers and work. And, and then, then I discovered them. Then I'm still in touch with one of them through Twitter. Uh, my most... Uh, 
long term friends apart from uh, college and uh, excel uh, have been friends who have who were bloggers and some i have met you know four five years after blogging some i haven't met at all some other people i have never met but we followed each other on twitter and we had uh, impromptu tweet up there so you know so that kind of conversations have now from blogs have now gone off to twitter you know if you follow somebody for a long time you know what they think what their interests are and i know there are a couple of other people who are also interested in it i'll tag them yeah. hey have you seen this new article and it so again there's this self formed community of people with a similar interests and i one metaphor i use about when i was when i'm telling people uh, blogging is uh, work in progress thinking uh, working out loud right once you get feedback and, and of course now commenting on blogs is a, a dead art it's not no longer there but there you would then know okay this guy thinks this about my idea or this guy thinks that about my idea so they've pointed out the flaws in my idea so that refines the idea better especially in terms of uh, the workplace scenario how should one approach disagreements a lot of it of course happens online as well today but when you are in the workplace uh, scenario how do you manage conflicts or disagreements how should young people approach it typically in india we avoid conflict yes we do and that's a problem so uh, <laughs> yeah uh, and conflict doesn't i mean when you say conflict people think you know shouting or arguing conflict and there are various ways of uh, there's a whole conflict resolution model that is uh, that is there about you know compromise versus uh, win win situation or a win lose situation or a lose lose situation online it's easier to disagree because you're not facing a person and people are voicing opinions and uh, one person's opinion cannot be other, another person's opinion that's why uh, and if it's related to values then of course nobody wants to give in and you know that's why uh, online disagreements quickly get down to name calling and uh, attacks on one's uh, whatever uh, integrity everything in workplace uh, a conflict can be around resources around sick time so you tell your manager i need this much time to finish my work and manager says no i need it done uh, by x date or time whatever and you said no i need x plus y time so if that is the case then explain why you need that much time hmm. maybe you are not uh, skilled enough to complete it on time then the manager and once the manager knows he saying but i thought you could do it like this but you said no no i you didn't assess me for that or this is what i can do at this point if you give me more training maybe i'll be able to do it but currently i need help to achieve that right once once that is out in the open then you are in a problem solving mode amazing so uh, you know and most people don't if you are hesitant about telling a manager that and you're thinking then the manager will say why do you want to know this you're supposed to know this uh, then that's a different uh, conversation 
इनफैक्ट बिकॉज यू मैंशन सीईओज आई वॉन्ट टू टेक दिस ऑपरचुनिटी गौतम एंड आस्क यू वेन स्पेशली बिकॉज यू आर इन दी अप्रेजल सीजन सो टू से वेन यंग पीपल आर स्टेपिंग अप एज मैनेजर्स एज लीडर्स इन लीडरशिप पोजिशन वॉट आर द टॉप थ्री थिंग्स दैट दे शुड कीप इन माइंड pre pandemic it was different post pandemic it's different it's empathy is one really knowing each person who reports in team yeah but do you really know what drives each of your team members hmm no what is this person coming to office for uh, who's the most important person in this person's life yeah do you know that some really good managers know everything uh, as much as about their employees as it is as it should know you know not really you know their financial situation but if the financial situation is an issue that's impacting work right then a manager should know it yeah and each understand that each person gets his or her own strengths into the team and a team is not equal some people are good at something others are good at something else some people are good at building bridges with other teams yeah uh, for example building uh, bridges with other parts of the organization uh, some people are great at working alone and generating ideas some people are uh, great at taking the ideas and implementing them so, that, so that's why you get empathy for them right if you don't know them you won't get empathy right right and communication so, yeah absolutely communication starts with uh, first listening right and uh, you know listening to also what is not said hmm and that is i think uh, critical understanding what this is. and you know uh, most people are so busy telling their things yeah that they really don't understand why this person is not saying something yeah yeah and first line managers are uh, often fall right prey to that because they think the job of communication is is one way Uh, the first line manager's role is like a pivot in the organization he becomes your sheep the first line manager he or she becomes the ears for the organization if they listen to what the front line employee is saying or feeling they can communicate it back up the chain and you know this initiative we launched last year has not really worked yeah and you know and that is the job of the manager also you know to convey bad news up the chain right otherwise the top always feels if nobody is telling me anything i'm sab theek chal raha hai yeah yeah everything's going on well and until things don't go well but if you had really listened uh, to the frontline employee who is actually working on the plant or working on the in the market or actually building the software products that you are working on that you are launching you would have found out where the problem was and because uh, you know uh, gautam this is the honestly hr series i want you to drop one honestly hr truth bomb a myth uh, that we have about uh, hr or just one thing that you take away as an hr professional of all of these years you don't have to like people to be in hr a lot of people say i want to join hr because i i am a people person right right and you know you like to be around people then become a teacher why do you want to be a hr person yeah. an hr person has to follow processes 
so there's a uh, process uh, people uh, dichotomy within hr if you follow too much of a process you're basically saying humans are cog in a machine so there there has to be a balance and there's a balance between the operational and the strategic work you know a lot of hr is operational and process oriented right where you, know, you have to roll out a performance appraisal you have to get managers to do their performance do performance appraisal of their team members and it has to be done by each manager around the same time yes so that all that calculation can then go performance incentives need to be paid to employees because it will then impact the organization and it will impact the all the employees and there are two kinds of hr people one is what what we call as work in the centers of excellence so uh, learning and development space or compensation space or talent management space to draft policies or do roll out training programs or roll out say new composition structures for the whole organization so they see organizations as uniform and then there's a actual hr guy who's working with a certain set of teams a certain department and looking after their needs he gets he gets approached by people when they are the exceptions they say this policy does not work for me yeah but this this uh, uh, this training program is not for my group they mm. don't need this uh, uh, to understand or you know this performance structure does not work for our team that hr person only sees exceptions they only hear the exceptions there are two kinds of hr people one who sees only exceptions or one who sees uniformity and both of them have to coexist so there's this big internal hr clash also between the people who draft the policies versus the people who actually have to implement them on the ground very interesting so, yeah. what does achievement mean uh, to gautam achievement means uh, the ab- ability to do what i love doing and the ability to pursue a different dream depending on where you are in your life space lovely ability to craft craft new paths lovely lovely may you continue crafting new paths and uh, may you actually continue inspiring us with all these experiences can't thank you enough gautam for uh, these truth bombs that you've dropped today and uh, your perspectives thank you so much for uh, being on the show thank you for being you thank you so much my pleasure